Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Kellen, and we are here with Diversified Game with a very special guest. We have Big Snow straight from Tennessee. This, this, is, this is Diversified, diversified. diversified. Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. country rap musician reality star he might even have you know some movie star credit meat mud oh the meat mud (laughs) yeah i definitely i definitely got some different uh credits uh i wouldn't uh i wouldn't keep me out of the loop on pretty much anything i've got my own barbecue sauce my own beef jerky uh, my own beard oil Uh, of course the music the tv show I got a book coming out this year. We got a screenplay for the movie that we're working on. So we're, I've got, I'm in the cannabis industry now over in the West Coast. There's nothing that I'm not a part of. Man, Man that, that's it. awesome. It, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to just steerhead the interview on why I wanted to do this interview, Smo, because I just remember when this was uh, like 2000, we had like Too Hot Radio, Big Smo would send us his videos, his grind was impeccable. He was shooting straight from the, the, the farm, whatnot. He, he, he had his wife, his family together, um, and he still has them together, which is a beautiful thing because that's not an easy thing in this industry. But I really want, I think there's some jewels that you can share with the people because a lot of people would think, oh, he's an overnight success where well, you've been doing this for a long, long time, and to give them the, you know, some, some, some game that makes it, to show them like, what is it that you have that made you elevate where others, you know, never made it to that level or even quit? It's simple, man. I'm a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been a hustler since I was a kid. Um, I was a hustler when I was in middle school. You know, whenever they give us the school projects, like here, take the candy bars and go sell them. I was the dude that jacked the price up 50 cents on a bar and then made my own cut. You know, Mm -hmm. like I've been doing this for a long time, just knowing, you know, that if you want to, if you want to be taken care of, you got to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And the people that surround you that help you get there. So what I would tell anybody is stay motivated and keep your hustle on, man. Like no matter what you do, you have got to hustle because it's a it's a game out here. It's all one big game. You know what I'm saying? It's how you play it that that determines how far you're gonna get in the game. Whether you're a winner, whether you're a loser, whether you sit on the bench, or whether you just keep playing until you get somewhere, you got to keep your hustle strong. I like that. Now to kind of go hand in hand with the hustle aspect. I mean, hearing everything that you're involved in, um, I know my favorite thing that I saw come across my feed was your meat mug. Um, I I love that because I feel like it fit in and looked like you had had some squirrel going on on the side with the meat. I was like, oh, this man yeah. is written it right there. Um, now branching off into doing all of these other things when uh, you started from the music, tell me how has that experience been for you? Uh, just doing that, and what have you learned through 
it's, you know, kind of spreading your wings. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a learning experience. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to get out here and you have to make some real mistakes in order to move forward. You can't just go out here and make your first move and it be a winning move. Sometimes you can, but it's important that you like to lose a few times, you know what I'm saying? And, and to right. be humbled in the, in the struggle, uh, you know, of, of building something and if it's built right and it's not that uh, fly by night success or that flash in the pan, then you've got longevity for like, you know, not just long-term career, but for legacy type stuff, you know? Uh, and my goal has been the same from day one. Like, it's not even really about what I can do for myself. It's more about, like, what I can do for my kids, my kids' kids, their kids. A hundred years from now, I want my family to be able to look back and still be prospering from the work that I put in. You know what I'm saying? It's about a legacy for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really I'm – I'm more motivated by success than I am money. So – uh, that makes it also a lot easier for me to be successful because I'm not fueled by money. You're fueled by the work and by the prosperity yeah, of the work. The work ethic, the prosperity, the, the reward, you know what I'm saying, and seeing mm -hmm. uh, success, seeing your team successful, the people around you happy. Like, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, man, I you know, I thought that money was something that would make happiness you know what i'm saying you always hear it like money came by happiness and you're always like shit give me a million and i'll show you a smile you know but right. it's, true. Like, it's true though like even with a million dollars which today really isn't that much money but even with like that you're not going to guarantee no happiness man and like when they say more money more problems they wouldn't fuck fine like that's real right. talk you know like you got people coming out the woodworks that you ain't cousins, you ain't never even met, friends you ain't seen since first and second grade. You got people hitting you up, wanting them to pay for this funeral and that funeral. And it's like, yo, man, I'm not just because I was on TV and because I had some music put out like that doesn't really translate to a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like it translates. Yeah. It does translate to a lot of success, but like I said, not all, you know, not all success equals money, but I like where I'm at in life right now. I've, you know, I've, I've done some growing. I've, uh, since the TV show, you know, I, I, I'm going to correct you on one thing. Me and my, uh, me and the girl I was married to, we did get a divorce, but I've, you know, uh, that was like right after the TV show, which just goes to show like the sacrifices that I had to make for the success. Like if I didn't do a TV show, me and that girl might still be together, but the stress and the the everything that comes with doing a project like that, you know, completely tore uh, tore our relationship to to pieces. You know, which you know everything happens for a reason. Put me in a much better place where I am today, with a, a much better uh, person on my side. So you know, uh, and I my kids are all doing good. They're grown. My my oldest daughter, who was just you know, 13 years old on the TV show. She graduated college, moved out, mm -hmm. lives with her, you know, boyfriend. I got another daughter that's graduated college. I got a uh, uh, high school. I got one that's about to be a junior in high school. So it's like all of the growth, you know what I'm saying, 
has been steady. My mama, she's been doing really good. Uh, so for the majority, you know, from the from what most people have seen, the aspect of the TV show, everything's still the same, uh, and everybody's still doing really, really good, minus the uh, the girl that I married. So just an update on that, you know what I'm saying, to keep it all the way real. Okay. Hey, that's well, I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, man. Not for, not for real, for real. Well, Shmo, I, I, I got a question for you. Considering you, like, believe in the hustle and uh, you contribute that hustle to your success, uh, what can you say has allowed you to uh, get involved in different entrepreneurial endeavors? I mean, you mentioned a, a few different industries. What led you in the direction of those industries and what allows you to say, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and manage all these businesses at the same time. Right. Well, you know, it's it, it all comes down to what you're passionate about. You know, like okay. I wouldn't get involved. I would never get involved in a business that I wasn't completely passionate about. You know, so when it comes to my music, of course, I'm extremely passionate about my music. So it's real easy for me to like, take that and turn it into a business and, and, and use that passion to motivate uh, every move that I make. And then I know it's fueled by some real, like from the heart shit, not just something that I'm having to like force feed. Like if I had to go clock in and work for somebody else and I'm like, ah, I don't really like this job. I'm just doing it. Cause I got to like, what I do is I just try to make sure that whatever I'm involved in, it's something that I believe in wholeheartedly something that I'm passionate about and something that I know that I'm going to like stand by, you know what I'm saying? Not just be like, Hey, I got this product. And the next day I'm like, ah, maybe not. You know, it's gotta be something that I really believe in. Like the barbecue sauce. I'm a, I'm a big foodie. You know, I love to cook. And the best thing about cooking is dressing up, uh, you know, things to make it just taste good with seasonings and sauces and stuff. So for me to have my own barbecue sauce, it was just, it was a, a perfect fit, you know, and I had a great recipe and it had some local success. Uh, I had a local restaurant that was buying it and using it as their signature sauce. So you know, I tested, test the market, you know, test the product. If it looks like it's going to be, a, you know, a successful thing and I'm passionate about it, then I move on it. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with, uh, you know, with, uh, with film, uh, and even, you know, like I had mentioned, being in the cannabis industry, you know, I've been I've been a cannabis advocate since I was a teenager. And, uh, you know, as I've gotten older and I've watched things come into play, like, you know, in my life, like alcoholism and uh, and just in general, like the entire nation fighting the opioid crisis. It's like, you know, like. I just don't believe in somebody restricting my quality of life by putting some regulation on, on things. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's okay for somebody to go down here to Walgreens and buy a bottle of opiate, basically heroin pills, then it should be okay for me to grow a plant and use it for the same medicinal purposes. You know what I'm saying? Without the risk right. of addiction or even death. So, you know, I'm, I'm real passionate about uh, the cannabis industry in that aspect, you know what I'm saying? And, as a lifestyle, you know, that ties in with, you know, of course, with, with my life and my music and everything. So um, <clears throat> it was real easy for me to, to want to get into that industry because I've, it's been a part of my life since I was very young. And um, so I went out to California. I met the right people. 
uh, I learned, you know, I spent a lot of time on a cannabis farm. I learned everything from genetics uh, to harvest. And, and it was an amazing educational experience when you learn about the botany of an amazing plant like the cannabis plant. It's just, it's, it's such a rewarding uh, gift um, from, from the universe. So, you know, it's, it's stuff like that, that if I can be passionate about it, I'm about to lock in, sink my teeth in and figure out where I fit in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the cannabis industry, you know, you take people like, look at Willie Nelson, you know, he's got his own company, you know, Willie's reserve. It's doing extremely well. Look at Snoop Dogg. Uh, you can look at the, even, uh, now, now in the new industry, um, the brand cookies, which is, you know, I'm taking yeah. and I'm looking at other people's blueprints and I'm like, okay, burner who owns cookies, just like this, that's a $20 million company. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all he is is a rapper that believes in weed and, you know, merchandise that well and pushed it. So I was like, well, I can do that, you know, and, and I went out and I'm people and we got the ball rolling on it. so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be in the in the cannabis industry you know what i'm saying especially over in the the medical and and recreational states and and i believe as a nation over the next two years we're going to see a grow in the acceptance across the nation when it comes to recreational and medicinal uh usage and you know i want to be one of those forefront guys that's in the in the leading uh you know the line of that that says hey i have a product you know my cannabis company is called american stoner um mm -hmm. it focuses on you know the the just general american uh consumer not not the typical hippie or urban uh vibe that most of the um recreational cannabis industries focus on you know what i'm saying mine's more for the the working man so uh just a different kind of marketing plan and a different kind of promotion plan uh and you know of course with me being an artist i've got the song that pushes the strain that pushes the tour so you know for uh april 420 419 through 425 we're starting the green handle tour out in california uh, which Green Handle is my first strain that I'm releasing under American Stoner is my first strain of cannabis. So wow. a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on, man. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like the book, I just finished writing my book. Been working on it for two years. This is a tell all from before birth to the date that we finished writing. Like we're still writing because shit's still popping off every day that's so important to add to the book it's like damn now we got to slide this in the book you know what i'm saying <laughs> so but while we've been writing the book we've been writing the screenplay at the same time so now we have this amazing you know screenplay that we're ready to start pushing towards film development so question you know since we got into the screenplay side did you discover your your love of film because of your show or is that something that was with you before the show and now you're getting to explore it more uh more independently to actually go that route i've always been a huge fan of film you know and even in my early career and you'll see this in some of the content that's about to come out um 
like I filmed everything. I filmed, you know, I, I was filming my own music videos. I was doing all the editing. So, you know, all of the first stuff that you've seen from me, the kicking it in Tennessee, the uh, country boy swag, honky tonk and all the old stuff, that's all videos that I shot and edited myself, you know, so I was, hey, I was, Smo, yeah, Smo, I, I, I'll, con I'll concur because I still got the DVDs that you burned yourself with, with your, your signature, you know, with you, yeah. you writing it on the thing. And, and that yep. was why I, I, I want people to really understand, you know, when they see you on TV, I don't know if you sought out that deal or they sought after you, but that you were working and to hear how you went from the cannabis industry and you went to go do the research first and how you're writing your book. It doesn't sound like Penguin or anything came to you. It's that you're putting these pieces together and, and doing it and it's all just working out for you. But you let me know, you know, if Penguin or those, um, big time people and the TV folks came to you, or did you have to work to go towards them? But I'll concur. Well, you, you were doing your thing. Yeah, and we we did exactly that. We we actually shot our own TV pilot, and then took it to VH1. VH1 bought it first. See, a lot of people don't know. I shot mm -hmm. a pilot with VH1, and then they didn't do it the way I liked it. CMT took a shot at it. They shot a pilot. I didn't like it. Then it was because at that time I found out, I'm like, yo, these people aren't telling my story right. They're, they got me looking like it's like party down south or something. It's like, you know, the real world meets backwood redneck. I don't like it. It's, it's mm. putting me in a, in a, in a light that it's not my brand. So I told when A&E came to me and they were like, Hey, you know, the buzz is that you got this, TV show, you know, that you've kind of done yourself, but you're looking for somebody to do it, we'd like to take a shot at it. And I said, I'll let y'all take a shot at it if you let me be a writer on the show. I have to write these, like, these stories. I have to write them. You can't write them because you don't know who I am. And they said, sure, you can be a writer. And so what I did is I, I wrote the TV show. So I learned how to write <laughs> It was so weird. They were like, have you ever written, you know, episodic stuff? And I was like, yeah, I do it all the time. But I had never done it. I was like, hey, well, how hard can it be? So, you know, everything that you saw on the TV show, that was written by me and co-written with my manager at the time. So we wrote that whole show. You know, so that was, that just every experience that I've had has just helped me become better at everything that I do. You know, of course, I wasn't as good as at film until I did two years of television. But after you do two years of television, that's like doing two years of anything. Shit, I'm a professional at it now. As soon as the mm. camera pops out, I know how to find the light. I'm like, no, nah, we need to move over here because we're in the shadow. Okay, we need to do this. We need to get something to block the wind because that's killing the audio. Uh, it's just, I know everything to do to make it happen. So I just apply that to everything now moving forward, you know, and, and I'm, I'm back to being independent. It's a beautiful time for me, man. I'm, I'm an independent artist. Uh, I'm managing myself. We're doing our own booking in house. Uh, you know, I've got my, my own band and we travel around and we do our tours. Uh, you know, we stay busy pretty much doing two and three shows a week. Um, you know, and then full time in the studio, cutting new music. I got a project coming out in Cali 
uh, that's, you know, a whole lot of cannabis music. I got a project that's coming out here in Tennessee. I've got uh, the record label Average Joe Entertainment that's looking to want to work with me on that release. We've got a bunch of singles that we've done. I've done, I did a, a song for Carnival Cruise. We're hoping that they're going to pick it up. I've got a cruise that we're doing in August the 25th through September the 1st. Uh, like a five-day cruise, uh, Big Smo's Kinfolk cruise. We're going out of Mexico. Like it's just crazy. So this is this is something that there's two two things that I want to touch on. Uh, one, I love the fact that you say Kinfolk, and I feel like that that just is something that connects you. Not just a a fan uh, of your music connects you, but you make them really feel like they're they're family. Like that's that's your kin right there. And yeah. um, I just want to say that I appreciate that aspect of your personality and of your brand. Um, you don't, you're not that standoffish one. Um, so just from someone who has been listening to you for a little bit, um, I mean, Kellen put me on to you years ago. I met Kellen in like 2009. And um, so, you know, I appreciate that because I see that you really, you're of the people, even when you're performing, you're in there with them. You're letting them touch you, rub your head all types of stuff. And um, I appreciate that as someone looking and, and working with people who aren't like that. Um, well, that's what then, people want. People want an yeah. experience, you know? I don't know. So, yeah. Something that they can, they can remember and have a memory of and, and take back and go, Oh man, I was there and I brought big Smo's head, man. It was incredible. Um, but now the, the other side of it was looking at what you've been able to accomplish. Um, and the fact that you, you took, it sounds like you took a lot of risk yourself um, that a lot of people out there, artists or entrepreneurs alike, aren't willing to take in themselves. Can you tell me what it is about you that made you say, I can take this risk and I know it's going to pay off. I'll, I'll, I'll front the money. I'll do this. I'll do that myself in order to reach that success. What is it about you, your person, that made you feel like, yeah, that's the right move? I mean, you said it. I'm a risk taker. And then when you mix that with that hustle that I was talking about, like there's really nothing that I don't believe that any of us aren't capable of doing. Like once you get the perspective, it's really, let me tell you the secret, my secret to success. And it's not really even success. It's just overall happiness. And if you perceive that you're happy, if you can, t if you can tell yourself and convince yourself that you're happy, then that that means that you're successful because for me, my success is based off my happiness. Now I control my perspective in the sense of I, I tell myself every day when I wake up, there's nothing that I can't do. This, this entire world belongs to me. You know, like, yeah, people own their little things in between and people rent their little spaces. But when it comes down to it, we're all just humans of the planet. We're free to roam wherever we want to go. So that like this world belongs to me. I can do whatever it is that I want to do. Nothing's going to stand in my way. As long as I'm a good person, I do good things, I work hard and I set my goals, you know, that's, that's based off my passion. And, you know, I, I make things uh, reasonably accessible. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit there and say, well, tomorrow I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to go and be an astronaut basically because I don't have the time, <laughs> you know, but I know that right. tomorrow, you know, tomorrow I will 
get in my own bus and start driving myself to Michigan where I'll then do a show, hang out with my fans, and then I'll go to Akron, Ohio, and do a show and hang out with my fans, and then I'll come home and I'll work my ass off for another few days here at the farm and then go back out and do it again. Because, like, I'm, I'm like, yo, I can do all that. It's easy. It's, that's what I love to do. So that's, you know, I set, I set my goals to where they're very attainable. And, uh, you know, I, I work I work hard, but I don't overwork myself because nobody likes to be overworked. That toys with my happiness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's you gotta really, that balance. Really, yeah, it's, it's maintaining a balance, knowing what you – you know, what your, your goals are, your, your reachable goals. And then just, you know, knowing that there's nothing that you can't do. You know what I'm saying? There's a period of my life where I spent, where I thought that I couldn't do things. And when I changed that perspective, that's when things started working in my favor. So I would just encourage people to get a hold of their perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Because your perspective is what rules your reality. You know what I'm saying? If you wake up, and you, if you look at life like it's shitty, then life's going to be shitty. You know what I'm saying? But right. if you wake up and you try to see things on the brighter side and you try to do something positive, then things are going to be on the brighter side and be positive. So I believe in your perspective controls your reality, and you should just keep a positive perspective. Right. So, um, and I don't know if we're going to wrap soon or not. Kelly, you got got something you want to get at? No, I want you to get to the questions that the audience had. And, you know, um, you know, Smo, you're talking about that bus. You might have to get on that bus soon. So, you know, yeah, ask those audience questions and, you know, okay. and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there and um, okay. let the audience tell us when they want us to have them on again. All Perfect. right. Well, I have, a, I have a few questions from the audience. So I will start with, uh, Rita Duran, uh, her handle is at I am Rita Duran. And her question is, what inspired you to push forward when nothing was going right? What kept you motivated? My family, like my kids and my, and my, my dreams, you know, I don't, I'm just not the type of person that gives up. So, and, and you know, I've been, I've been rock bottom so many times that it feels like my, my second address you know what i'm saying and the good thing about hitting rock bottom is that that's what really makes you appreciate being able to see the top so you know as long as you've got uh good people around you to keep you motivated and positive man that's really all you need to push through the hard times all right and uh next question comes from ben uh over at bs3 sports if you weren't a musician what would you be Man, that's a good question nowadays. I would probably be I would probably be in film. You know, okay. it would be either film or food cuz I love to cook and that was like my first job when I was a kid was a was an assistant chef at a country club, so um I really enjoyed doing that. I was always passionate about cooking food, so yeah, it would either be someone in the film industry or maybe uh maybe a chef. Okay. All right. Then we have a question from Isaiah Grant. So it's Isaiah underscore Grant. What's been the biggest contributor to your success? I mean, perseverance and hustle, man, has been it's been everything. 
You know what I'm saying? Just, just staying, just perseverance and hustle, and and having a good team. You really like you can't do what I do. You can't do by yourself. I didn't get here on my own. I've had a gang of people in my life for a long time that have helped me get to where I'm at, and it continued to still help me get there. So it's really just about keeping good people around you that you know got your back. They're not a lot of just yes men. You know what I'm saying? You need people to challenge your ideas and your decisions. Uh, and it's just, it's always good to have a good team around you. Right. And then the last one comes from at richly And it says, when do you think America is going to wake up from the enslavement of the mind? Oh, let's hope real soon, man. It's such a <laughs> it's such a yeah. terrible place that we live in, man. Everybody is just so over occupied with the simulation of life. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's got their face and their phones and their lives are live and they're all mm-hmm. online. It's just like, man, technology is it's just screwed us over so bad that we're we're starting to forget that we're even real human beings. Wow. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified, online, diversifiedgame.com. In your life with the people around you and or join our Patreon and get some nice perks for being involved. If you found a nugget and or like today's episode, you might as well leave a review. And if you leave a review, you might as well share it. If you share it, you might as well subscribe. And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and AL. The number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.